Welcome to Vanderpump Rules Party Podcast, the longest-running podcast about Vanderpump Rules out there. Please join your hosts, Holly and Sarah, as they deep dive everything Vanderpump Rules. I'm Holly Borges. I'm Sarah C. What's up? What's up? What's going on? BravoCon. Oh my gosh, it's like getting so close. I'm freaking out. I'm so excited. So I got this email from them today and they're like, schedule your Bravo Lab photo op. Now I kind of appreciate that they're doing this because like I said last year, they'd have those moments and everyone gets in line and there's either GA line or VIP line, but these celebrities would come late for whatever reason. I don't know, you know, if it's their fault or just logistics. And then they'd stay 10 minutes. So all these people that waited in line for an hour and like missed a session or two were screwed, you know? Yeah. And so they're, they're doing scheduled times now, which seems to make sense, but it's such an annoying process. They're like, okay, so for those of you, I think it's priorities given to either VIP or three day pass people. They're like for this Thursday, you can, pre-register for your photo op for Friday session and then on Friday go back and log in and then you can register for Saturdays and then on Saturday go back in you can Uh. register for Sunday I'm like why do I have to do this every day you know what Bravo people have lives they have they have to drop off their kids at school they have to go to work yeah and it's like every morning at like eight or in the morning or something I'm like and three days. Why can't I just schedule all three days in one session? Do you do you get to like pick who you want, or it's just like a general photo op? I think so, but I have a feeling it's going to be like ticket sales. Like let's say Teresa Judice, oh, sold out, sold out, sold out. So uh-huh. even though we have like the pre-registration, like the early bird registration, I have a feeling it's still going to be a shit show, and like all the. The big names are going to be like booked, already booked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know how that would be fair then to like. Who are you gonna? Who attention. are you gonna go for if if everything's open? Well, I got I, I didn't stay online for any of them last year. <laughs> you know me, I don't like the picture. Yeah. Um, sometimes it was actually more awkward not getting the picture than actually getting the picture would have been. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, they looked at me like, why is this lady just taking pictures of me and not with me? Yes. Um, but I don't know. I think you need to go through the list and think about, because if our thing works out, then, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I were to, who would you suggest? I don't know. You know what? I, I also am not prepared for that question. I don't know. I'll have to think about it. Like, who who would be my number one? I don't know. I just don't know that I really care to just be like, hi, and then like cheese and then move it along Cassidy. Like, I mean, I I would like that. Okay. Well, you're photogenic. (laughs) (laughs) No, I just, I like the little like short interaction. Like I love, uh, like move it along, you know? So it's not like, uh, (laughs) like, I don't like that awkward, like having to think of something to say thing. See, and I'm on the opposite. I'm always trying to, I'm like, I'll have something to relate to them. It's like I do that at my work, too. When I yeah, I, I always try to have something, like, ready. But, like, when it's just a photo op and they're on a time crunch, like, it it give, it like eases well, my yeah. anxiety, you know? Of course, of course. And you're like, yep, yeah. And I, yeah. 
Yeah. Remember when we had like several books for Tom and Ariana to sign? And I was like, oh, never mind. You're really busy. Yeah. There's a big line. And she's like, no, 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 let's do it. I mean, I, I bought the books, right? Like, I. I'm five times as important as the next person who only bought one book. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's like, I, I don't like to hold up the line either. Yeah, yeah, of course. All right. Well, let's think about it. And you think about yourself too, because yeah, it's later this week. So I can try to schedule for, but you guys, we are getting so excited. Like I cannot wait to get to Vegas, like see all of you guys. I'm actually like more excited to meet up with like our friends people that listen to our podcast, people that are just our friends. Um, so pretty much on that, I know thank you for those of you on Patreon and the Facebook group that said who you're going and feel free to DM us when you're there. Like you can be like, Hey, are you in the Vanderpump session? And we can like stand up and like run over or wave or whatever. Um, but I, I pretty much think, and maybe we'll narrow down the times, but I'm thinking Friday, like five thirty to seven thirty. Um, or eight, you know, or like six to eight at the central bar in the Paris casino. Cause it's near the Paris theater, which is where Friday night's events, the Bravo lab, um, Bravo awards are going to be held. So if you're going to that, you're going to be right next door and you go early, you can meet up with us for a drink and then walk into the theater. And then the same for Saturday, again, like five thirty to seven at the central bar in Paris, because then at, I think it's seven and then again at 10 there's like Andy's shows there. So we can meet up with you there Saturday after the, the conference, but before the evening events and then Saturday was Holly and I will head back to the Venetian. I know a lot of you will be there for Heather McDonald's show, which it starts at nine. So maybe we end the central bar at, in Paris at seven and head over to the Venetian. There's a bar right by the theater where Heather's performing. It's called the Juliet bar. Um, used to be the one with the big like cage. It's right in the casino, Mm -hmm. but it's like right next to, um, there's a restaurant called Chica and Yardbird and Sugarcane, but the theater's right there. So we could meet up with people before they go in to see Heather McDonald. Yeah, and if you are ever, like, walking back to your hotel or something like that, DM us because um, I've made little bags for you guys, like, to take back to your room. They're not – you probably don't want to walk around with them, but, um, like, awesome little snacks for your room and stuff. So, um, yeah, and I'll I'll haul those around until you're ready for them. So DM us on Instagram, Vanderpump Rules Party. We'll try to be actively checking that. Um, or the Facebook group as well. I think we ha- you have to do it, DM us personally on that. So if you're on Instagram, yeah. it's probably better, but cool. Yeah. On, um, is it Saturday at 7 PM? I would like this add on, but I'm not spending the money. Plus I think it's sold out charming house rules. So it's Southern charm people, summer house and Vanderpump rules is the, Oh, that's fun. Yeah. And then at nine, they have BravoCon After Dark at the Omnia, which I don't really have an interest in that. Um, I wonder how that's going to go, though, because James is competing at another club that night at 9 p.m. Hmm. Same with Heather McDonald. So there's a lot going on Saturday night. Yeah. That I, I just, I feel like, 
that just sounds like a challenge to me. Like, it sounds so fun. Like, there's going to be stuff popping all over the place. I love it. I found that to be a struggle last year as I flew in on the red eye with no sleep, went to stuff all day, then, like, you know, had I had stuff every evening, but, like, then all day the next day, then I had that watch what happens, which was late. It's just, yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot, yeah. So... Anyways, so House of Villains. I thought that Jax was going to be eliminated and going home this week. It sure seems like that. Like, they cut it off right before they announced if it was him or Corinne leaving. And I'm like, well, it's Jax. I know it's Jax. But then I started thinking, wait a second. On their podcast, Jax and Brittany's podcast, he said, yeah, I'm really good friends now with Joel McHale, the host. He goes, he kept checking in with me, Brittany, when I came home to see you when you were sick. Remember, Brittany got really sick while mm-hmm. Jax was. So, and Joel kept checking in. So, that sounds like when I came home to see you, not when I was sent home. That sounds like Jax leaves and comes back. Hmm. So, I don't know. Maybe he's not. Maybe it's Corinne that's eliminated. That would be tragic. You want her to stay more than Jax? Hell yeah. Yeah. It could be, though, like because Tanisha seems to be flipping. Um, Johnny Bananas maybe wants her out because he likes Jax, and maybe he doesn't want to be tempted by Corinne, although he is already tempted by Anfisa. But see, Anfisa's not into him. She, she's not. He's not her type, which I love. She's like, he's too much of a metro pretty boy pussy. Yeah. (laughs) Whereas Corinne's totally into him. That could be a total distraction. So maybe he wants her out so he can focus. Yeah. I don't know. But it did start off with Jackson classic form. Now, I felt a little bad when I listened to their podcast because um, Brittany, one thing I like that she does is she really calls Jax out on his cringy moments and statements and tweets and things like that she's like i would never say that Jax." she's like that's just so cringy i wouldn't talk about money or brag and you're just bragging up a storm and he's like well i was bragging about you she's like well that's sweet he's like what wife wouldn't want to hear how great you know that husband talks about her she's like no i appreciate that but i'm talking about the money and he certainly was he was like i made four hundred fifty thousand dollars on cameo alone i mean i guess I guess when you charge hundred and fifty or two hundred dollars, that's possible. Okay, but if that's the case, like the entire world has been commenting and flipping out about how much Ariana and Katie made on their something about her merch. It's been like, did you know they made two hundred thousand <laughs> on their merch? And Lala, I made two hundred thousand on my merch, enough to put down a down payment on my Palm Springs place. So you're telling me Jax made double that, but we haven't heard about this until now? Right. That There's no way. I find it hard that people are making that much money on Cameo. I mean, uh, uh, 100... since Cameo came off, came out basically when he was off the show. Yeah. I mean, I I, I know he, he was definitely working it and doing a lot of videos, but I, I, that, it just shocked me. It, it really did. Yeah. That's a lot. And then what I also thought was a lot was him saying um, Britney's Jenny Craig deal was $2 million. And also he said this, so they filmed this like in the springtime. Wasn't Jenny Craig bankrupt by that time? 
Weren't they bankrupt in the spring-ish? Well, she was like their last campaign, you know, before yeah, they went and, under. And that was, yeah, she signed it like a year or two ago. But $2 million? Like, that's huge. Yeah. For that's, her? That's like, cr- that's, that's um, Marie Osmond money. Not even, or Valerie Bertinelli. Like, I didn't even think they would pull that. Yeah, it's, that's major. Like, Kirstie Alley or something. Two million dollars for like most people don't know who she is. Yeah, I mean, well done. Was that Lori Kay? No, she's their publicist. Who's their deal maker? Like their agent? Yeah, right? yeah, someone. Someone did a good job. Hmm, maybe we're underestimating Lori Kay. Yeah, maybe. Maybe she's getting these ops for them, but that's yeah, hard to believe. It's crazy. Um. The producer asks if he has a CPAP machine. He's like, what's that? He's, he's like, I'll be with some butthead. He's like, that sounds something like a girl would need. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised after all his nose surgeries, he still has like a strong snoring problem. Yeah. Um, so they do this challenge and he thinks he's got it in the bag because it's like a stick shift Mustang driving course. He's like, I've got this nailed. And then they fool him, and it's, like, really a golf cart. But it's not in this podcast. He's like, it's not even a golf cart. I would have nailed that. It's a dumb car. Um, Whatever. It's like a knockoff of a golf cart. But he's blindfolded, and then he has Johnny Fairplay as his partner who sabotages him. But Jax doesn't really realize it. So he loses, and now he's, he's up for going home. So we'll see. Of course, they end it at the... Did you see what he was wearing? He was wearing this... Sweatshirt that said happy, like on the front, and then the back was happy, happy, happy. Oh my gosh. Do you think he bought that? Probably. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So him and Shake get into it, and he's like, You're just a scumbag who degrades women on TV. You're a one and done. Talk to me when you've been on TV for 10 years. He's like, If I see you out in Hollywood, I'll gladly go back to jail for you. Um, which I never saw Love Island. Is it Love is Blind or Love Island? Uh, Shake was on. I think it was Love is Blind. Yeah, I think so. I don't know what he is about. They showed a clip and he did sound kind of cringy. But um, then Tiffany New York calls Jax a demon with a ruthless, black, ugly heart that's demon possessed and he's like he like tears up he's kind of upset he's like no no one's ever called me a demon before he's like I'm just like a good Christian father oh my god (laughs) he got a little upset so TBD on what happens with him yeah I guess we'll see oh is oh shoot I don't special forces tonight or tomorrow um, I think I watch it tomorrow. So yeah, it's tonight. Oh shit. I forgot to tape it or it's not scheduled. Maybe it's not on because I had it all recorded. Huh? Hmm. Oh, well, I guess I'll be watching it tomorrow with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on wait, what's it on? It's on Fox. Oh, yes. I have to watch it with commercials and on demand or something. Okay. And Ariana's still kicking it. Did she, I didn't, I just watched hers. I didn't want. Did she get the highest or second or third to highest? I just got home, so I'm going to have to watch it after this. From last week? 
Oh, um, no, she, I, I don't think she was the highest. Okay. She had like an 898. Yeah. But then Charity was the last one, so she, she maybe got, yeah, I didn't see the others. I saved it, and then I'm like, am I really going to go back? Mm. Oh, yeah. It's, I keep on thinking today is Tuesday. I'm so off. Yeah. So she's still hanging in there. I think this is the week that Jeremy and Rachel will be back in the audience to see her and her mom. Mm-hmm. And shout out to um, Christine, who we sat with at the Lala show. Um, now you can see Lala or Ariana's mom tomorrow night at um, on Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, short blonde hair. Look for her. So, anyways, anything else happening? Um. Well. Lala celebrated her five years of sobriety again at um, Chili's with everybody. It looked like the whole gang was there. Um, Chili's is interesting. Yeah, I love that. I mean, I freaking love Chili's, so I was, like, very excited to see that they went to Chili's. Um, and at first, I, I, the only thing that I saw was a picture of Sheena um, with – like Stassi's kids and Ocean. So I was like, oh my God, they invited Sheena to like throw her a bone for the thing that they did at the live show. But um, it was everybody. So. Yeah. I wonder how that went. Yeah. <laughs> because of that recent show, you know, and, and Stassi even said at the show, she's like, I tell Sheena this to her face when I see her. Well, I mean, I haven't seen her obviously in a very long time. Like, she kind of did say it, like, mm, like, yeah, they text each other when something happens, but, like, they don't hang out. Yeah. And then, so between her and Lala kind of going in on her outfit, I mean, she seemed to be happy and supportive, so Sheena's not one to hold a grudge. Yeah. Um, and then in Sheena's story, like, everybody storied, you know, Katie, Katie's mom was there, um... Ariana was there and um Ariana it, was there? She was. She was that close with was Sandoval there since she, he's friends with Lala. <laughs> nope. <laughs> was um Schwartz there. Oh, maybe Shorts is in Florida, huh? No, he wasn't there. Um but on Sheena's story, like she has like all three kids like on her lap at the like in the restaurant. It's really funny. It's like her summer Hartford and Ocean and she's like like spoon feeding Summer. Um Hartford is like feeding herself mac and cheese and Ocean keeps like reaching over and taking bites of Hartford's mac and cheese. It's really funny, but the caption says the closest um Brock will ever get to me feeding three kids. And um so some people like some of the comments were like, "Oh, or it'd be like if like Brock's kids were there, then you you would be feeding three kids." But um yeah, I I saw that caption. I thought, eh, I don't know if I would go there, Sheena. Yeah, but because uh, I could just see the can of worms. Yeah, it. but everyone's like, well, obviously his kids can feed himself, so that's a stupid comparison. You know, people were like definitely okay. fighting back in the comments. Well, that's the thing. I, you just know people are going to go there either way because of the kid thing. But yeah, 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 yeah. <sighs> oh well. <laughs> 
Um, let's see what else is going on. Um, maybe we need to start our own Lori K publications and Sheena can be our first client. We'd be like, mm, Sheena, I would maybe let's think of a different caption. Yeah. One that won't open a can of worms. It looks like today they were doing a main title shoot for season 11. Um, and we've also seen, you know, in the last week or so, they've been, you know, filming for, um, the opening credits too. So there's been a lot of theories around, you know, who's going to be in which restaurant. We've seen a lot of it. I think we have some pretty good predictions. Um, lots of theories going around that there will not be a lot of filming at Schwartz and Sandy's this year. It's going to primarily focus on Sir and Tom Tom, you know, which I think, I think makes sense too. Yeah. And that's about it. Cool. Well, you guys, we've got Beverly Hills coming on Wednesday, so we're going to be ready to hit upload with that. We've got Winter House around the corner as well. Um, I'm going to do Potomac because I have watched from day one. And, oh, my God, there's Miami and Ultimate Girls Trip, too. But that's November. That's at least a week away. That, <laughs> yeah. What's the- it in? Beverly Hills. Yes. And, uh, yeah. But right now, so we are going to touch on Salt Lake from last week and Southern Charm from last week. Neither were very compelling episodes. I mean, Southern Charm was just, like, sad. Yeah. And then I was a, a like, lot of what we... Th- when I was thinking of, like, preparing for this episode, I was like, I I can't even, like, a hardly do it it was it's it's going to be very difficult to cover because it was difficult to watch you know so yeah I think we'll just lightly cover it and do it at the end because it's you know a lot of the stuff we thought we were so excited to hear the aftermath of people finding out about the nudies sent to Whitney from Taylor and that you know it it looks like they're going to address it next week but it was just kind of like Oh. It's not important right now. You know what I mean? It's like we do, like we can set that aside to go through what we're going. Like it, the whole tone just changed, obviously. Yeah. So. so we'll just lightly touch it. Yes. Well, let's just plow through Salt Lake and then – and again, that was – Salt Lake's kind of a downer of an episode too. Yeah. Um. First, the, the first heavy conversation is Whitney and Justin and like he's back at work. She's upset he's not wearing his wedding ring. And he never explained why he's not wearing his wedding ring. Kind of weird. But he's, like, saying how he's overwhelmed. And she's like, are you kidding? She's like, you're sitting on your phone in the morning on social media. And I'm, like, scrambling to get the kids ready for school and making their breakfast and making their lunches and trying to get my business, answer emails. And he's just, like, on social media. But I was like, oh, typical like mom situation right yeah um i don't know like that i feel like with them like they're like they're taking this storyline this season because it's like a different vibe for them you know it's like yeah oh like let's show like that things aren't always yeah yes exactly that's kind of how it felt like 100% 100% like we've had a co- we've had conversations like that here in our house you know like th- it's very normal married sort of strife so I mean I guess it's okay to watch but I, yeah I was just like I, I don't care like yeah they and plus they seem to communicate really well like he was listening to her and she was listening to him and they were calm it's like 
okay, well. <laughs> yeah, they're going to work through Next. it. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Let's, let's move on to the bacon candle making. <laughs> yes. Um, okay, so we have another, a new skit for Bravo. They're done with the vaginal rejuve. They're done with the laser. They're done with the axe throwing. Now it's on to candle making. Yes. I would like to actually go that, to something like that, though. I actually would, too. Like, I've done, like, the um, like the old school uh, down in Old Town, San Diego. Like, I've taken the what? girls, and they go, and they – well, it's just dipping candles. But it's so much freaking fun. Oh. Like, it is – so fun like you get to pick your little shape and you dip it in all the colors like i freaking love it oh that's cool yeah it's super cool but yeah i um i've been watching tiktoks too of people like they'll show like them making their own candles with like essential oils and i'm like i i wonder if i could do that but unfortunately what i do sometimes is like i pick like this like crazy hobby and i'll buy all this stuff for it like (laughs) i'm gonna do it and then i never do it so I really like to like, like I, I also you feel like. You are a Virgo, just like my sister. You Like where she, she has to do everything like 1000%. I'm like, why don't you start with this and like grow as you get into it? Like buy more of the supplies or tools as your needs expect. Nope. You must have everything you could ever possible need, yes. need and then do it. And then like, I'll do it for a little bit. And then I'm like, not for me. Um, <laughs> well, just like her, she's been to like 85 different schools. <laughs> I, I she goes full force. And then like, you know what? I don't like it. I'm like, yeah. okay, that's your 37th degree. <laughs> it's getting oh a little. Oh my gosh. That's and so you, funny. You are, yeah. I can see that too. Miss court reporter. Yeah. Oh, we were just <laughs> driving by, we were just driving by my old school and I was like, Chad's like, Oh, remember that? And, and Ronnie's like, what's that mommy? And I'm like, oh, that's when I went to court reporting school. And she's like, what's that? You know, like, it has no idea that was the. And I'm like, well, I still have the student loans to prove it. But, um. Oh, my God. That's the worst. Yeah. I didn't didn't finish. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, speaking of the courthouse. So the next scene, we have Mary and her son. And she's like, why do I hear rumors that you're married? Is that true? Keep in mind, her son lives with her and his her son's wife. Or slash girlfriend. I was so uncomfortable. Like, I've, I I have done been knowing that this scene was coming. You know, so I've been preparing <laughs> myself. But I, I still, I was just sitting there going like, like, I was so nervous for him. You know, she's like staring down, you know, at him like, is it true? You know, and he's like, it might be. Like, ah! <laughs> Kind of. And then he always has that perma permagran that smirk on his face he never says more than like one word and he just like he has her eyes where he like stares off like you're like why are you looking at me like that and but then he has like a smirk and he's like maybe see kinda. like like ron and diane if i gave that sort of answer they would like knock that look off of my face like that it would it would just <laughs> not be acceptable to answer like that to them so Meredith comes over afterwards, so she tells Meredith, well, I guess I guess he's married, or he says he's married, and she's just, like, you can tell she just doesn't even know how to react to that. So she's just going to ignore it, pretty much. She's like, huh. <laughs> like, oh my god, that's so fucking weird, but how do I even respond, kind of thing. Yeah. What did you think of Mary's house? I was shocked. 
I I know we saw the weird a couple weird rooms last year, but this was like a different level. It was giving me nineties, like ninety vibes. It was like she had the aqua Barbie kitchen, but then the next room was like total Trump gold palace, like Trumpy and like room. didn't didn't and, like mint green carpet or something or like a mint green rug or something. I was like, yes, and like with like does. white marble and. Well, then another room. You go from the Trump like 18th century room over to like the white modern marble room, and you're like. What what is this theme we're going with here? And then she's got this sign that says love, but it's like all tilted and shit. I for someone who is so critical of everyone else, I was I was kinda like, uh oh, like you just showed us your glass house. You know, like it was Oh, it's so bizarre. And yeah. she's out like you know the one room, it's almost that her clothing room or something, where she's got like a couch, but then behind the couch are like four lounge chairs but like they're just in a row or like, you know what it, it gave me like playboy uh mansion vibes you know where it's like yeah he like hugh hefner like would like brag about his house and so would you know all the girls but it was like that shit was so dated so cluttered so yeah. you know it was like would you really want to live there i probably not you know like it was like smoke and mirrors yeah it's terrifying terrifying <laughs> so okay um angie k is gonna host the greek orthodox easter oh mary's not gonna go because meredith is not invited but she says she has to go to vegas because her house had a flood a year ago okay <laughs> i'm gonna uh, use that excuse i when she like did she ha- why not just like stick with the my house had a flood i have to go take care of things or <laughs> even finish it off like my house well, she kind of did. Like she did. She was like, "My house had a flood a year ago, and like it's just they just finished up." So I guess that makes sense. But I I would have completely worded it in a different way. Like, oh, like construction just got done from like a horrible accident that happened a year ago. Like I've got to meet with the contractors, wrap things up. Like they're waiting on me. So I like, do a walk through. Yeah, pay it, them. only this yeah. weekend can I do that. But she, the way she said it was so funny because <laughs> classic Mary. It was like the Romeo and Michelle. Like, will you excuse me for a moment? I cut my foot and now my shoe is filling up with blood. Yes. Oh, like, going to use that i'm going to use mary mary's excuse and i'm going to use i just don't want to i yeah i just don't want to no thanks why i don't want to (laughs) why not just straight up don't want to yep um okay so angie's got these easter baskets for everyone this huge food spread that looked so good and then huge stacks of ones for everyone okay i want to I, yes, I, like I will dance around, throw some money at me. Like that sounds like an amazing time. Um, what did you think about the Easter Bunny delivering each person's invitation? Oh my God. That was the best part. I mean, particularly Heather. Yes. But on the flip side of that, because I was like, there's so much that could have gone wrong. Like Julia would have flat out like punched, she punched it. Punched it for sure. And I thought, okay, wait, she knows she's being filmed, so there's a camera crew around her, so she feels safe. That's why she can laugh it out. But she did have that initial reaction, because that straight up looked like a serial killer in the backseat. 
it's, yeah, best. it's it's funny. Ronnie was watching like Dancing with the Stars from last season, like she had on like the Halloween episodes, and they kind of did the same thing where they had like the dancers dress up in like a scary clown costume, and while they acted, they had the mm-hmm. um, the cast members doing their like interviews by themselves. So they're sitting there with the camera guy, and the person would pop out, and the guy got and one of the guys got punched because it's like oh. a natural reaction when you know someone pops up to scare you yes so yeah i was like this well, sweet little bunny costume was gonna get knocked out <laughs> for some more than others like you know yeah the aforementioned person that punched the person at the queen scary queen mary yes queen scary, yes we got yes told to leave yes <laughs> like, yeah then don't go in a haunted house if you're not prepared to handle ghouls jumping out at you <laughs> so um yeah, Angie told her story of her dad. That was sad. He was widowed at 44 with seven kids and didn't speak any English. Whew. Yeah. Um, I did note that Heather, who normally I don't think dresses the greatest, I thought she looked really good in what she wore. And it was like a good color on her, a good cut on her. And when she does it right, she looks fantastic. And then other times I'm like, it's not the best choice I would have made. Yeah. Um, she like very much like kind of like reminds me though of um, Emily from OC. Yeah. Like I love like she just does what she wants, you know? And so it's like you you almost have to respect that because it's like you go. Like she she just owns it, whatever she does. Yeah. Um, Whitney got Monica to tell Angie she should tell her friend what people are saying. Yeah, I mean a lot of people are blaming Monica, but really it was Whitney instigating Monica. Don't you think you should tell your friend? Uh, you should tell your friend. Come on, go tell her what you heard. Like, So yeah, it's Monica's thing, but she's new. She's impressionable. She wants to be relevant. She wants to make a splash and stay on the show. She needs the paycheck. And then Whitney is like, you know, doing a little Tamara, like, okay, let me wind you up. Here you go. Yeah. Yes. Go do my dirty work for me. Yes. Um, Which I, I, which I feel like is like a dangerous, like little place to be in because you don't want to be like that person, like how it's making Whitney look like it's not a good look to sit back and just kind of like order the new girl around, you know? Um, but yeah, that's so that that starts the whole war and like Monica's mom is like telling her to chill out and be quiet and cuz Angie's like, "Well, I've heard rumors about you, Monica." And Monica's like, "Tell them. I don't care. I have nothing to hide." And then she's getting mad at her mom cuz she's telling her to like chill out and she's like, "Get out of my face. You should have my back." And she feels backstabbed by her mom and her mom does seem to appear to be like there's two things. Like she's being having good etiquette and being polite it's she's a guest she has to know these people but she did also seem to be kind of like sucking up to them a little bit as well yes so at first i was i was on the mom side because i was like yeah, yeah. like pi- like there was a lot of kids at the party um, it just seemed like super inappropriate and like Easter. It, yeah, it yeah. was just like, it was kind of like everyone was embarrassed. There was no one who was really like egging it on that goes with Easter. But, um, <laughs> I, so I was like, okay, like I'm with, 
Monica's mom. But then when I saw Monica's re how how strong she reacted to the way her mother was talking to her, I was like, okay, I see that. So I see that too. That would piss me off. Um, also, it kind of made her mom look like super thirsty to make a splash on TV. Like she was yeah. almost playing like the polar, like try like gaslighting Monica into making her like you're acting crazy. I didn't raise you like this, you know. Um, so yeah. that was like concerning to me. And, and then at the end, you know, like when I saw people start to comment on it and stuff too, I was just like, I. I don't know how I feel about this. I'm not sure about Monica. I definitely have red flags about her just in general. Um, and and the mom too. So I'm like TBD on what's really going on, but I don't feel good about it. Yeah, I mean, it seems like there's a lot of like childhood stuff that Monica's holding on to, a lot of resentment and stuff that her mom drug her around to do or put her through. Well, and I can cut like I, I feel like this was like a perfect example where like maybe everyone else would be like like Monica like be nice to your mom she's telling you just to relax and like but Monica feels this completely different way because maybe before her mom told her to do that like it just it yeah. seemed very she, yeah something I, I think she's reacting off of a lifetime of built up yes. resentment yes. and not specifically what she's doing at this party. Yes. And they've been trying to give us those little seeds, you know, like when she's doing her confessionals, she'll share, you know, some things that her mom has done or whatever. So they're trying to let us know there's some sort of pattern, something's going on, but, um, I like, yeah. but again, I, that also like, ju it just like circ boomerangs back to the fact that, I don't know that I trust Monica. I think she's been through a lot and maybe, you know, some of these things are popping up and she's not as secure, like in being a friend as she claims to be. Yeah. And not everything's adding up either. She's like the Jen Shaw of it. She's like assistant. I wasn't her assistant. You have to be paid to be your assistant. It's like, well then that's even worse because what were you hanging around with her for just for fun? Like do you were know you what, her assistant or were you a paid employee or were you her friend? Do you know but what like, else doesn't add up? It does not add up that like she was like she like broke down. She's like, Mom, do you know what I did to fit in? I bought a Louis Vuitton bag when I couldn't even afford it. Then in in this I don't know if it was this week or the week before, she's rolling in a Range Rover. She's in, <laughs> in like not a Land Rover, a Range Rover. Yeah. Like and then shaming Lisa Barlow for yeah, having expensive jewelry. But I I get like I guess I'm just saying that if you are ha like maybe if you don't have the means to be driving a Range Rover but you are just for looks like I don't know I just feel like that says something about you like I I had a couple of friends that um Yes, your like wannabes. They, yeah, or like they they would live like in like very different areas just to throw everything they could into a car to pretend that they had this lifestyle going on when it was like that it didn't trickle down. You know, it was like you're fronting. It's a front. Well, it's very LA to have like a hundred thousand dollar car and then rent like a little apartment. Yes, yes. You know. Um so, but yeah, that, and you know what, it, who knows, it could have been a rental, it could have been her mom's, like, who knows what the story is, but when I saw that, I was like, hmm, that's strange. Yeah, no, she's been in that every time. Okay. I mean, unless, like, her ex-husband has money, and, like, that's part of her, you drive the kids to school, I want them in a big 
safe yeah. car. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, that could be it. The other conflict that happened was between Lisa and Heather. And I'm all for Heather, like, wanting to warn based on her experience. But at, the, at some point, you just, you said your piece. You got to leave it alone. You know, you got to let Jack live his life. You can't, like, tell Lisa what to allow her son to do and not do. Like, And then she's, like, resentful of Lisa because Lisa says she's, Mormon, but she's never read the Book of Mormon, or she doesn't wear the special garments, or she she drinks caffeine and alcohol. She's like, well, I want to join your Mormon church. All the perks and none of the payments. Yeah, I I like very much to relate to Heather in this. I think that she yeah. is out of line, one hundred percent. And again, like I, I think I said this last week too, but I call back to what Whitney said. People are only doing, like, they're doing the best they can with what they have right now. And I believe, 100% believe that to be true. Heather was in that religion for how many years? You know what? Like, you have to let people have their own journey. And it's okay to not comment, to scroll on by. Like, it's okay to let people, you know, go through their, their own thing. Like, stay in your lane be like or I feel like maybe a better way that she could have done this was like hey like I you know I know what this is like if you ever have any questions or every anything ever feels off to you and you just want someone to talk to that's been through it like I'm here for you I feel like that would have been totally different and taken differently and a, yeah, the maybe judging a, and maybe preaching, a, maybe a better move and then maybe she would have come to her when she was like you know he said, this is going on. Like, is that normal or should I step it? You know, like yeah. she could be a good resource, but it's the, the, the way it was presented was cringy. Yep. So that's about all that happened on Salt Lake. Yeah. Um, Southern charm. I mean, the more I think about it, it's like between Patricia crying with Michael, her former butler in the assisted living, between Shep's dog being like really sick, the the death of Connor, like this whole thing is a real, but we'll, we'll touch on it here. I mean, it does start out in a little bit of a fun way with Madison going over to Craig's. I love that Paige is like, tell Madison I made this homemade lemonade. <laughs> that was funny. Yes. Simply lemonade in the picture. That was and very then, much relatable. <laughs> and then Madison tells Paige about Taylor sending the nudie pics to um, Whitney. And then Craig knew about it and forgot to tell Paige. Like, how do you forget something like that? Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. It's not just like, like Catherine sent one or like, no, your buddy's, girlfriend that this huge issue with Austin like how do you forget to tell her that yeah and she's like full frontal yeah they're like that's a lot of confidence (laughs) um he's just like I just pick like one small item and we just focus on that yeah that was hilarious um so then Paige tells Madison about how basically Taylor bombarded Olivia the second she walked in the door and told her about kissing Austin. And she goes, I'm sorry. She's like, you just lied to your friend for six months. You looked at her in the face every single day. That's a lie. You know, and Madison's like questioning the timeline of it. So they kind of rehash 
when it happened and they figure out it's like, oh, he was trying to get back with Olivia, made out with Taylor, and then suddenly he's not trying to get back with Olivia. Like, it was just gross. Yeah. And I couldn't help but think how, like, Scandival could have been handled differently. And I could see Raquel 100% being as awkward as Taylor was. Like, the second Ariana walks in the door, being like, Ariana, actually, I did have, like, a <laughs> an emotional affair and kiss with Tom. You know, like, it, it wouldn't have gone well. It would not have gone well. And then she finds out, like, here, then Craig said, or somebody says, yeah, but then the... The sleepover that JT was talking about, that didn't happen until just recently. But then we find out later, she really actually slept at his house like 12 different times. So when are you going to tell Olivia that part of the story? In another couple months? Just like Raquel and Tom. Actually, it's been since September. No, wait, July. No, wait, May. You know what I mean? Like the story mm-hmm. keeps, mm-hmm. Like, Car- like Carter said, the stories, they be a-changing. Well, and then like the ex- like the excuse that was kind of given was like I, like, I knew you were going through a hard time and I just didn't want to like pile more on, which is also what Raquel would have had to say. Like, I know that like, you know, you were your like, dog go- your, your dog died, your grandma, like I didn't want to. So we just like kept it from you. Just yeah. to protect you. You should thank us. Yeah. Like, wasn't that nice of us? <laughs> yes or no? Was it? Um, yeah, I don't know. So then we have Austin at his parents, and he kind of tells them what he did. I kind of like that they they seem to kind of side with Olivia. And they're like, when are you going to get, like, through this stage? And I like, yeah, there. I, I like that. Was the dad like, can you let us know what you, like, what did you do? Yeah. <laughs> Um, I like that. Um, at least he's in therapy and he does seem to be going and utilizing it. So there's that. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Not to jump ahead, but like, I I do, I liked the way he handled things. And, um, I think if he keeps on this track of, you know, recognizing that he was wrong and like that he like literally has a problem, I think that they may be able to make it through this. But um, yeah, he did things respectfully with like, maybe I'll just leave it over here by the church or I'll just drop it the stairs and like, like tested the waters. Yes. Let her have a minute to process to decide if she wanted to meet him at the door. So that did seem to be yeah. a good move. Well, and I, and I, and I like that, that he like left the option there too. You know, he's like, you don't have to see, like, I think that's the right thing to do, especially when, when people are dealing with grief, like you want to let them know that you are there for them with also not being pushy. It's like, it's not about you, even though I think it was really hard for him. It was very triggering for him as well. I thought everyone did a really good job of, you know, keeping her as the, like the number one concern. Yeah, I liked that, like, when Leva and Vinita went to dinner and they found out, they're like, um, I don't want to film. Um, can we stop? And, like, production was cool. And mm-hmm. Leva had the taste level to, like, stop filming because that just would seem icky. Yeah. Um, and then Shep offers his house because it's across the street. So that was very I liked, nice. I liked that. Yes. Then they have the cozy get together. So this was a little like I was a little more team Vanita here. She's like, well, I don't know. Taylor won't um, answer me, but yet Olivia calls me back. And it's like, you know, if Olivia can call you back, but Taylor can't. So already Vanita's got a bad taste in her mouth. Finally, Taylor 
calls, probably Taylor realizes, oh, it's going to be filmed or Olivia's going. So I better call her back. And Vinita's like, you know what? I don't know that she needs you here. Your energy and just the shit that's happened. Um, but then, well, then Taylor, you can tell she gets all defensive. She's like, well, actually, I think she needs to be around people that actually know her, know her parents. And then that pisses Leva off because she's like, um, hello, I've known Olivia and her parents for like, I think she's known them for decades. Like, remember I told you that Olivia's parents are investors in Leva's restaurants? Yes. Because I thought Olivia was going to like segue onto Southern hospitality that way. But no, they've been like in like business partners for a long time. And so I was glad that Leva was all like offended and a little pissed off at, cause you could tell Taylor was trying to flex and I was like, uh, don't you try that shit on me, honey. And, but then she invited her. She's like, well, just come over. I'm like, no, I know. I kind of wish that they would have stuck to their guns only because, um, I don't know. I'm just going to say for how I, it felt a little more icky that they forced that filming scene with her when probably she wasn't comfortable with her being there. It was such a delicate scene, you know, like with so many raw emotions, I thought it was extremely awkward and horrible that Taylor was there. It would have been better without her. Um, and invite Madison. Don't invite her. and, And I just, it, it totally makes me question Taylor's, like, character because if if I knew that, like, one of my friends that, like, had a little bit of a problem with me possibly wouldn't want me around after they just lost their brother, yeah. I would 100% throw up my hands and say, you know what, like, my actions have made it where she's not comfortable around me. Like Austin did. Yes. And I'm going to give her a minute. I'll text her, let her, let her know that I'm there for her, but I'm not going to insert myself in like these things. And she did. And she was like implying, she's like, I'm her only real friend. And Vinita is like, um, I'm sorry. You like did what you did with Austin, then proceeded to lie to her for six months. Like that's not being her real friend. No, it, it was like, like, did you forget? Like, did it? Like, we didn't. Yeah. That's why I don't think Taylor is that remorseful. I think she's very calculated. She was horrible on Watch What Happens Live with Jack. She was very, like, smug and defense defensive. She wasn't, like, distraught. Yes. You know, she could have easily been, like, I was just so emotional over Shep. He was so emotional over... We were drinking. We were just, like, blah. But... They aren't like that. They're more mad that people are mad at them when they were single. It's like Ross and Rachel or I was single. It's like, no, this is very different. Yeah. <laughs> like she just doesn't seem, I guess it's how Raquel came across on the re- reunion, you know, like doesn't seem like phased that yes. much. Yeah. We want to see you breaking down and in tears, I guess, is what we need. Or just like a little more, a little more like remorse, like at least yeah. like acknowledging like that was that or even she could even say, I know it looked really bad. Like, you know, like it lo- like act like we got it wrong or something. Like, but like people are talking on Bachelor in Paradise of these two girls, Kat and Jess, and they're like the best friends on the show. And they each had like who they were into. They were hoping to come to Bachelor in Paradise. 
So this one girl, and they're both seeing guys, but it's very brand new. So this one guy who is Jess's number one guy that she has made very clear she wanted to meet the most. And if he came down, da, 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 da. well, the guy comes and then her friend goes out with him. And then it totally starts, never asks her if it's okay. And I guess technically fine, you're in Bachelor in Paradise. But like some of the other girls were like, wow, that's really weird. Like she's your best friend here and she knew he was your number one all along. And she's like, yeah, it does kind of sting a little bit. You know, it's like, we're talking about that. That is, people are upset about that. This yeah. is so, this is like a hundred times more deep because, you know, yeah. these are actual relationships and actual best friends. And people are upset about this lighthearted shit. So, yeah, I, Taylor, I think you're, yeah, you're in the wrong. Totally. <sighs> That's about it. Craig couldn't seem to get his shit together. He couldn't open a bottle of wine. He couldn't open oh that God, can that of tomato funny. paste. That was funny. <laughs> and Rodrigo's looking at him like, what the hell, dude? <laughs> he, like, tore the can of tomato paste. Like, how did you even do that? <laughs> he was very frazzled. Yeah. So, well, that was Southern Charm. I think it'll shift gears a little bit this week. But how sad for Olivia to have to go through this while also going through the Austin Taylor of it all. I and- know. I mean, like... And how awful would you feel if you were Taylor or Austin? And then, like, so you're like, what? Like, it, it could not be worse. Like, that, I, I would feel so bad. Well, I think Austin does. I think <laughs> I think so, too. And you know what? I appreciated that. It's like, okay, yeah. like, you know, like, he has empathy. It, it, I, I don't know. He's sitting on the floor drinking tea. Yeah. Yes. Um... Yeah, JT, upset, he wants to settle down, can't seem to find a gal. Well, you're in luck, JT, because, like, the woman-to-male ratio is in your favor in Charleston, so go get him, Tiger. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, we're going to do prep our Beverly Hills so that it's ready for Wednesday. Yes. Um, you can let me know when you're ready to do that. I have to... I still haven't watched it. So much yeah. for getting the advanced I do. I do, too. I may as well just wait. to. If the I'm nice feeling, thing, though. Yeah, I'll watch it tomorrow morning, probably. Yeah, the nice thing is then we'll be able to just, like, post as soon as it's up. So, you know, it's not like we have weeks worth of, well, we can't share it anyways. So, yeah, that's the point. Just take our opportunities to pre-record when we can. So, yes. All right, you guys, hit us up on the Bravo Calon stuff. If you can meet us up, uh, meet up with us, whatever. DM us, five star us, Absolutely. positive review us. <laughs> <laughs> Anything your Patreon. Else? Yeah. <laughs> All right, talk to you soon. Okay, bye.